candy always gives me shit when I sleep because I, I, t I I'm a side sleeper, but I, I fall asleep. I have to be on my back to fall asleep. And, and then I wake up and I'm on my side and she gets so angry because it's, I'm mean to her in my sleep and I can't control it. I can't, I can't. <laughs> did you guys hear that? Yeah. I, did. <laughs> I can't, I can't control it. Like I just instinctively like roll over to my side with my back facing her. And she's like, you hate me when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to two maddening hours of horror and fright. Let's just get out of here. I don't think they'd like that. Yeah? Well, the hell with them! Let's go! Children of the night. What music they make. Fantasize about being killed. I'm running this fucking car now, Frankenstein, and I want to know what the fuck you're doing with my time. Hi, I'm Candy the Flannel Girl. What do you want from me? I'm seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Shaun of the Dead. It tastes musty, just like this house. <laughs> and this is the house that screams. Tonight we are talking about the 1987 Stuart Gordon film, Dolls. We have Erica. Uh, not a movie quote, but I am just speechless when it comes to this movie. That's <laughs> that, is, that works. Not literally. <laughs> we have Crystal. That's Mama Rosemary. You're not my mother. <laughs> and that was also Dave German. I like Fuck I like you, Clowny. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a guest today. We have Ren. We could be a Monte Carlo right now if it wasn't for that twerp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I miss my parents. Yeah. <laughs> All the unlocked trauma. <laughs> Ren's gonna start us off tonight talking about dolls. Uh, where to begin? Um, I feel like I was cursed uh, coming on this one with this one. Um, my my intro to this movie was like 20 years ago. I listened to a death metal band that uses sound clips, um, and like grotesque sound clips before like all their songs. 
And there was one that I was convinced was from dolls. This is like before like YouTube and the internet was like, you know, you really used it like we do now. And I rented it under the impression that, that that's what I was watching. And spoiler alert, it was actually demonic toys and it was baby oopsie daisy. So it wasn't so so just just as fucking stupid of a movie as dolls. I love baby oopsie daisy. Demonic yeah. toys is my fucking jam. I'm sorry. So, so it's it's hilarious, but it's like hilariously bad. Um oh, yeah. much like dolls. So yeah, so I watched it late and I for the longest time actually thought that this was like a puppet master child's play, you know, like knockoff. Only to find out like years later that it actually came first. Yeah. And so I was uh, a little surprised by that. It's Stuart Gordon's like least memorable film. Um, I didn't really remember much uh, when you sent me the list of movies that you were doing. And I was like, oh, Dolls. I haven't seen that in like forever. Um, clearly, I didn't remember much because when I went into this, I was like, what the hell am I watching right now? Um, it is a... I, I don't know. Like, is it like, was it meant to be bad? Was it meant to be funny? Was it meant to be scared? Like, I can't peg this movie. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like everything is overacted or underacted and nothing in, and nothing and nothing in between. Like these the are, whole, these are all fair questions. We ask for a lot of the movies we go over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. yeah so that's, so, so that's like, that's my like overall like impression of dolls. Like, the story is interesting enough, like these magicians that turn people into dolls, like because they don't have like a respect for their childhood and like the the na the playful nature of like dolls. They like lost that, like became jaded old people. Um, so, you know, I, I like that idea. But man, the execution is it's something like there's a, I have a lot of questions, like a lot of decisions that the characters make this whole movie. I watched it three times in the last three weeks, and I probably don't need another 20 years until I watch it again. Oh, yeah, it's been a shit. long time for me too. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here on that because this this is a pick that Crystal and I kind of came up with together because Crystal and I both expressed a love for this film, and uh, I'm actually like a doll collector. Um, I love Barbies. Uh, I still have plushies and stuff like that. And when I was a kid, I collected like porcelain dolls, like, and that's that's some scary shit right there. So yeah. I was a weird fucking kid, but. Um, I still have love for all that stuff. And I had, this is one of those movies where it was monster squad for a lot of people on this show that were like, I love this movie. And then I watched it again and I'm like, Oh wait, hold on. It's not that great. Mm -hmm. So dolls, I was like, wow, I don't remember it being this terrible. I knew it was mm -hmm. terrible, but I didn't remember it being this bad, but I think, you know, um, when you've got stuff like with Stuart Gordon and Brian, he's not like reanimator was, is one of my top 10 films, not mm -hmm. just horror movies, but like, films in general and then from beyond which was shot after this film but came out before and then you get this movie <laughs> and like they had actually shot like more gore scenes because people wanted like it to have sort of like that that vibe from like from beyond and reanimator but then they're like well it's not good for the tone so this is more of like a a starter pack a family friendly kind of horror movie and most of those i'm like yeah whatever um <laughs> like when i was a kid i was watching gore films like you know grow up motherfuckers but um <laughs> so it's like you take it a creepy concept and there are like moments where it's intended to be creepy but it's more funny and silly and just ridiculous than i think it, it meant to be and um it's supposed to be like a like a a, a fairy tale you know, so they have this certain tone, like, it's okay if your your kids watch it, it's not too, too bad, especially 
Yeah, like when you put this next to Reanimator, you're like, what the fuck, man? Especially like Brian Eason that goes on to do, I, honey, I shrimp the kids. Like, okay, um, <laughs> you need to figure out like what the fuck you're doing, bro, or society or something, you know? Like, and then these kind of family friendly films. So this is not as scary as I remember it. Uh, I don't think it was scary in the first place, but it had like a creepiness. That's gone. Yeah, no. That's all for me for now. Yeah, well, real quick, I I mean, I remember this from my childhood. I watched this quite a bit. Um, there's some nostalgia there. This was one of those, you know, probably, you know, off the box cover, decided to to watch it. And I remember enjoying it as a kid. I mean, you know, I I think dolls are fucking creepy. Um, I, my grandmother had, you know, a lot of dolls. Um, my mom was into porcelain dolls. Um, my mom is still into dolls. She bought all the grandkids like these American girl dolls and, you know, all this shit. And, and it's just, you know, it, the fascination with dolls is just weird to me. And the I think the effects that they did in this, they they for now they haven't aged well. But, you know, back then, I remember like really being genuinely creeped out when I watched this. Um and, you know, it was kind of a shock years later to realize that this was a Stuart Gordon film because I remember seeing this way before I saw Reanimator, way before I saw The Beyond. And, you know, after realizing that, I'm like, wow, what the fuck did he do? <laughs> like, <laughs> Reanimator is such a great fucking film. The Beyond is such a great film. And then, you know, to have this kind of like thrown in there is just, it's kind of jarring. But, in its defense, I will say that this f makes a good gateway film. We talk about gateway films, you know, yeah. quite a bit on here. You're introducing the kids to horror. This is one to show them, you know? Yeah, it's not it's not a great film, but you got Ralph who brings the comedic relief. Does he? Know? Well, yeah, it, there's, there are some scenes. There are some scenes that are pretty funny. Um yeah, there was there was once the scene where he bumps into the fucking light like they had to refilm that several times because Stuart Gordon wouldn't stop laughing, you know, so I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not that funny. It, it, it's funny. Come on now. It's your Madonna knockoffs. And yeah, it's funny. But anyway, my whole my my thing is and I started thinking about this when I was on my way home from work is, you know, we always talk about Dave and like, you know, how he wants his backstory. Like I genuinely want some backstory on the couple. That mm -hmm. oh, no. yeah. season of the witch, you know, Halloween three vibes with like the yeah. whole theories and and um and they tease know, it a little bit. And, they tease yeah. it, yeah, they, and they it's like it a little bit, yeah. I I kind of I kind of want you know I want want an origin story, you know yeah, I want to know we do, need, we, do, we do need their origin story, yeah, yeah, and there there was talks about a sequel for this. Well, um, yeah, a prequel would work right now, like they could yeah, yeah. so that would be interesting, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean, it's no. The, do I think the film is great? Absolutely fucking not. When you put this in a lineup with, you know, some of his other work like, no, this this movie mm -hmm. is. Are you pales. including Patty? I shrunk the kids. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen that in a long time, but I loved no. it. I no. loved it. Um, yeah, yeah I'm not, you're I'm young and dumb and it's fine. Not 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 going to revisit it because I, I ruined Monster Squad that way. But um yeah, love this as a kid. Didn't really enjoy revisiting it, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who would like to go next? You go, uh, it's your pick. 
Yeah, Crystal and, and Diana, hear from you. Oh, um, so for me, I put this on the list, picked this for the list because I kind of came in last. I'm like, I'm like the adopted sister here. And I didn't know what was already covered. So I'm like, hey, have we covered dolls? And Candy's like, no, but we need to. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching this as a child. Um, and something about the story stuck with me because um, I'm six years older than my sister. So I was like an only child through the age of six. And we lived with my grandparents at the time. So I think this kind of reminded me of living with my grandparents, except for, you know, they didn't really kill people with dolls. Um, as far as you know. As far as I know. But my grandmother had a lot of fucking porcelain dolls everywhere. Mm. There were a ton in my room. They were all in cases and curio cabinets and all of that. But I saw this probably around the time that I saw Child's Play. And my dad showed me, I think, Puppet Master, maybe. Mm. Um, and all of these movies about toys coming to life. So then that sparked the fear of you cannot have anything on my bed for me to sleep. <laughs> but like every fucking hair bear and glow worm and teddy ruckin, y'all motherfuckers got to go in the closet. Um and it's funny because Cheyenne just FaceTimed me a few minutes ago. And she's seven. So she's the same age as Judy's supposed to be. And she's like, I'm supposed to be asleep. And I'm like, ma'am, why are you calling me on FaceTime if you're supposed to be asleep? First of all. <laughs> um, and she's like, well, I wanted to show you this. And she's watching Dinosaurs, uh, the, the old Jim Henson show. Oh, wow. And she's like, see, I'm watching. And then she proceeded to show me every single bear that she has, teddy bear that she has on her bed. And all I could think about was this movie and like, you know, maybe you should put Teddy in the other room. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just, I liked this as a child. and But I hadn't seen it in a very long time when we watched it earlier this week. I mean, it's probably the first time I've seen it since my childhood. And I was kind of like, oh, shit, what did I do? Um, <laughs> and I had to argue with Dave for the first probably 30 minutes of the movie that um, Rosemary was actually a woman. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You'll forgive me. I saw an Adam. You were Gordon's wife, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, no, that's a woman. He's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, that's she the just why she just has a lumpy neck. <laughs> Sings for the New York <laughs> Dolls. Uh, RBF, resting <laughs> yeah. bitch face. Absolutely. Yeah. Sings yeah. for the New York Dolls. <laughs> I think what this also kind of reminded me of, and follow me on this, you know, derailment. Is that the dad looked like the dad from Hellraiser? He once did. Frank, sort of. Once Frank put the skin on, yes, <laughs> all kinds of warped. And Rosemary looks like Julia. She, yeah. Oh my god. So I think yeah. Because I loved Hellraiser so much, mm. still do. But I think as a young child, I loved it so much that I kind of went, you know, my mind warped, and it's like, oh, this is, you know, them before Hellraiser hit. Yeah, Julia's know. got that same kind of face as uh, Carolyn Purdy Gordon. I mean, they yeah. look that 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 very. Yeah, but her, face. I don't you know, know Julia's eyes pop, but apparently, yeah. uh, Carolyn's Adam's apple pops. Yeah, yeah, and and when they when they used her uh, stunt double, it was a man, and it really upset her because they're like, it doesn't look anything like me. Now, I didn't notice the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I'm so, so sorry. sorry. No, I didn't notice it either. 
That's either that's either a great compliment to the double or a really shitty thing to say about the actress. <laughs> about the actress, yeah. <laughs> how you take it, I guess. Yeah, right. You didn't take it well, but yeah, like, like a backdoor yeah. compliment. Stuart <laughs> Gordon's wife, and 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 both of them, the both the uh, Rosemary and uh, the dad, they were doctors in. Uh, fucking reanimator, and I was like, their faces because mm-hmm. I was watching it. I'm like, why are they? Uh-huh. They're both in reanimator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just and you know, that classic that. robot jocks. I mean, who could who could oh, forget God. that? Slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just my two thoughts about this movie are what uh, one thing that we go back to all the time and candy will appreciate is the box art back in the day when you mm. picked a movie mm-hmm. off the vhs shelf in the blockbuster or the mom pop video store just based on the box art whole reason the, i saw it and the mm-hmm. box art on this one it does is uh very eye-catching you know with it's the doll sweet. holding yeah it's badass. and uh the other thing is you know so i don't i had never seen this before until we watched it the other day just to get ready for tonight so it took me about half of the movie to realize that it, this is a fairy tale. This is this. I mean, it's not just using fairy tale tropes. It is a fairy tale. And once I got into that vibe, it made a lot more sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything about it. And um, I think that's um, it, on a second viewing, it would make a lot more sense viewing it from that angle. So it's so it can be over the top. It can be, um, you know, the, the fact that the thunderstorm, you know, lightning every three seconds through the whole movie and uh, the over the top performances and, you know, the the very delineated good and evil, you know, uh, uh, Ralph is the guy's name, right? Uh-huh. Ralph. He's so, he's so obviously nice and he's the good and the, the, the over the top wicked stepmother, which is, you know, every fairy tale trope ever. And even the, uh, the names of the, uh, the two primary, uh, the, the, the witch and the uh, warlock guy, Gabriel and, um, yeah, what Kelly. was her first name? Yeah, their, their their initials are H and G, which Hansel and Gretel was the book she's reading. So that mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. That's they kept I that look. Uh, the Gordons did as like a memento or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you could kind of chalk this up with her reading that book as they're driving, as this is the entire movie's her imagination. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all if at the end she woke up like in the backseat of the car and it was all a dream. This movie has that quality. It's uh, uh, it's very dreamlike, and even the effects, especially when they use the stop motion. It, it, at first you think well wow, that's really shitty stop motion but it actually i think it adds to the creepiness of the dolls in this, the way that they move almost like um samara coming out of the well kind of herky-jerky and weird and some marionette work as well that's the reason that dolls came out after from beyond which from beyond was shot on the same set and after this film but they had to do all the effects so, yeah, so that, that so that's all I got a high level. Yeah, that was I, I on a second viewing. Uh, it would you uh, knowing that it's a fairy tale. I think a lot of it would make more sense because not all of it made sense. No. So Erica, <laughs> let's let's hear it. Let's come out guns blazing. Uh, I'm gonna need <laughs> a lot of for this episode, honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with Dave, like, um, even as like a little kid, I saw that box art um, when my parents and I would go to like whatever local video store and that art like always creeped me out. And I think like just based on that art, I had this movie build up in my mind to be a certain thing. And then when I eventually did see it, which was sometime after I saw reanimator, I'm like, what the fuck was this? What did I just watch? <laughs> I, um, I mean, there it does have certain 
it may, I guess, a certain charm to it. Um, but I mean, even at the time, I was not super impressed by it. I just thought like the the tone and the the mood, uh, you know, like was just really inconsistent. Like, what is this movie trying to be exactly? It was kind of my issue. <laughs> and I still, I still had that uh, reaction when I rewatched it last night for this episode. Um, although, like on the rewatch, I did appreciate some of the elements a bit more, like the practical effects. But yeah, I mean, we can get in all that later. I, I did enjoy some of the practical effects, the transformation scenes. The dolls are creepy as hell. Like it reminded me of um, this this doll museum in St. Joe, Missouri. It's in um. an old psychiatric hospital. It's in the same building as the Glory Psychiatric Museum. Wow, which is a creepy place sure. anyway. But mm -hmm. then this like this little like annex, you know, um, little, little doll museum with all these like really old, you know, Victorian era dolls. And what's like back when they thought it was good craftsmanship to show like the dolls with their mouth open and show the little teeth or little teeth. feral oh. sharp teeth like that That's one doll so has in this creepy. movie. I was just yeah. like, no, no, no. I just go away with that thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's so creepy. Yeah, so yeah, dolls are inherently creepy. I just have like a number of issues with this movie that I'm sure we may all have some of the same issues with it, possibly. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> My main issue is is uh, I have in common with someone, and I'll bring them up later, <laughs> is that it's not more like from beyond or reanimator because <laughs> i yeah. love reanimator like what's better than a head giving head like you know what i mean like i, I want my shit <laughs> nasty and gory and fucking mm -hmm. just crazy and like this is like isn't it quaint you know like <laughs> fairy tale and then you've got the two chicks oh we're gonna nick his wallet and we're gonna rip off their antiques and, and that was the chick uh, <laughs> Bunty something. She was in Bunty. that aha video take yeah. on me. Yeah. Like before they, and so she was cast for that, but of course she's the first to go down. Um, yeah, Bunty Bailey. I, and I, I gotta say that, that that video still holds up. I watched it at work today to kind of yeah. refresh my memory. It still holds up. That video was I way ahead of its uh -huh, time. Because they fucking suck, but that song gets stuck in my head and then I just want to punch a wall and I'm like, I need to drown this it out. It is an earworm. And heavy. Yeah. Earworm, but it makes me think of Corky Romano. I never saw it. The, the video okay, is my, my son, you know, he, he just turned 16, Ashton, but he, he used to play Fortnite all the time. Mm -hmm. And like in the early days, they would do all the dances that got popular. And one of them from Take On Me was, and it was like, he would do all the time. And I'm like, stop. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's back to playing Fortnite now, but he's like, oh, it's some kid's game. And I just mess around. I'm like, yeah, you fucking like it. It's fine, dude. But mm -hmm. <laughs> right, that's what right. it makes me think of well they had that they had that thing that what was that one game you played just cause four and they had there yeah. was a there was a an easter egg in there where you went to a certain part in a level and you go through this wall and all of a sudden everything's black and white and kind of, and it would What's play the of, play the music and and it looked like you were in the video of take on cool. me yeah it was pretty cool <laughs> but anyway back to dolls <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I will say this. Brian Usna, he gave us Society. <laughs> he gave us he gave us one of my favorite movies, Return of the Living Dead. Society is like one of my favorite movies. I fucking love that movie. Um, Return of the Living Dead 3, Candy, right? Am I right? You're wrong. 
No. <laughs> is superior to three, and I will die on that fucking hill. I I love two is superior. That's what two she is said. Superior to three, not to okay. one. One is the best. So but two well, is superior to three. We get into a long <laughs> dissertation on that one because I'll take two over all of them. Ooh, you know what? Shit. I like that you're the first fucking person who's ever agreed with me about two, and we haven't done two yet because we keep discussing it. But because he doesn't agree with me, we watched two, and he's like, "You had to get the fucking collector's edition, didn't you?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I look. I love Return of the Living Dead too, but no, you don't. Oh my god. <laughs> no, you don't. You like it. You don't love it. How do you feel about four and five? Oh, God, don't waste your <laughs> life like that. Please. There was a fourth and a fifth one? Yeah. Don't. Yeah. No, so it's not yeah. real. It's not real. Don't do not do it. It's, not even one. It's like crap. Weren't they like just made for the sci-fi channel or something yeah, like that? Like, or, yeah. And the sign they of were, quality. They were, <laughs> they were so fucking bad. I watched them because I had to, and then I was like, oh. Oh God! Yeah, I think I, I watched need psychiatric help more than I already get, and I was like, "Fuck this shit!" No. <laughs> All right. So anyway, carry on with dolls. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so something that confused me about this movie, and I sorted it out later reading about it, is like the dolls—they seem to be like all uh, different. Like some of them burst into flames when she killed them, and. Uh, like the little wooden soldier dolls were just wooden animated wooden dolls. And then some of them had the human, the skeletal system and goo inside them. And apparently that was intentional. They were supposed to be like yes. three different types. Is that, did I miss something or is it, is that made clear in the movie at um, any well, point? It's not super clear in the movie, but if you know your folklore fairies, um, yeah. some of them are fairies. Fairies are, um, they have a weakness towards like metals, like iron and stuff like that. So when she's whipping around with that boy toy belt, some of them burst into like smoke or flames, and that's yeah. like legendarily what happens to fairies. But was there anything in the movie yeah. itself that would have taught showed me that if I didn't already know that? Well, they mentioned yeah. elves and fairies, which you know the folklore is very similar to both, yeah. especially in upcountry uh, UK. Um, I think I guess you'd have to know that. Yeah, like, right. That so that confused me a little bit, and yeah. so I had a question because I had read that originally. The uh, porcelain dolls, which I guess were the, the the ones with the skulls, when you they broke open, they had the skeletal systems. Originally, were supposed to be just be hollow and empty, uh, but I can't remember. Somebody said no; it would be creepier to add the skeletons. Would you think it would be creepier if they had been hollow, or does it work better with the the gooey skeletons inside? I think hollow would have been better. I think that's creepier because it doesn't give you an explanation. It's just they're I'm just reacting because yeah. having that inside. Um, you know, sort of like skeletal system or whatever, um, shows you like the fates of like that they trap people with their witchcraft. They trap people into coming to the house, and if they are redeemable or they're not deemed, you know, that they don't, they're not judged as redeemable as parents or as people, then they become more of the dolls. Because I get the impression now, this is just inferred, but like by me, but like that they couldn't have children. Um, and then so they became, you know, they make these toys. And so, like, when she's pushing the one in the stroller later on and eating oh, yeah. her, I think they're sort of their children, but it's also a punishment for some of them. And some of them are the little people, which would be elves or fairies. So, yeah, I mean, I just I just took it as, like, you know, they're this this evil couple that, like, takes all of these stranded motorists and these random people that show up at their house and just put them up. inside of the dolls. 
um, because you you see at the end that they do that with her dad. So mm-hmm. then that kind of, you know, it kind of makes you think, well, fuck, maybe that's where all the other dolls came from, is that they're just these random people that showed up at their house. Um, maybe they're laying traps, you know, road spikes. Well, you see that you know? that that car at the end is stuck at the same right. place. so you know it's going to happen again and you even hear you even hear uh the mother say shut up or something to the kid at the end so so it's another set of evil parents yeah and and you know i gotta say i hadn't seen this in years so when we watched this again the very first one that they smashed open and you see that like skeletal system inside i i couldn't help but think of men in black with that little alien oh. driving the fucking <laughs> that was that was the only thing i thought of when i saw it i was like oh my god they're little aliens yeah the first thing i thought of was a zuni doll right yeah, yeah. Funny because the last episode we recorded doll, yeah. was fucking trilogy of terror so yeah just a little and also uh if anything screamed for a uh a prequel was the very last thing when david when he's uh getting ready to fight the, the the old couple he says something what did he say i'll do the same to you you old witch and she says he figured it out right <laughs> right very amused too like oh i need to see that movie now that right. movie should have been made it's, yeah so she's a witch it's better than the, the sequel idea which was to you know um judy and ralph go to boston and you know, to to reunite with her mother and Ralph marries her mother. So he becomes her stepdad. But then it was going to be Gabriel and Hillary as dolls get sent to her. And I'm kind of like, and that's all the information that we have. So it obviously didn't go any further than that. But um, so much more than a sequel, I, w- I would. Yeah, a prequel would be really fun. I think I think you could do mm-hmm. that now and it would be great. No. Yeah, yeah so like, hands, but I like, want it to be fucking gory. Two young witches and that that s- capture their first soul and put it in a doll. Like that'd be fucking. Yeah, and then they realize yeah, they're, they're into it. They're like, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Victorian era um, porcelain dolls were believed to be a vessel for souls. Um, and so, I mean, there's several videos where you can watch yeah, like mounds of dolls, and you can see them like. But people back then were doing so much laudanum, they didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> right. And morphine. Well, I mean, yeah, between... If you go back through history, I mean, ancient history, I mean, dolls have always been around. They've always no. had different purposes, whether they be holy, um, ornamental. They've always had a purpose. But I like this. That's one thing I do like about this film is it kind of makes dolls a little bit evil again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you then you look at, like, voodoo. You know, and and the the purposing of their dolls. Candy and I just read Grady Hendrix's latest book, How to Sell a Haunted House, which is all Got about really? fucking dolls. Um, I love Pupkin, but he's yeah. scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that while I watched it. Yeah, I need to make yeah. a note of that. When Grady yeah, Hendrix sent me um, the Final Girl Support Group with his autograph, he gave me like these like really fucking cool like cards, yeah. like yeah, sort with of pumpkin. cards of pumpkin. One's wow. like him holding a Valentine, but it's like he has a hammer and, and there's blood everywhere. Yeah, and, uh, thanks. Everyone's like right back there. I'll have to grab it, but it, it's it was so fucking cool. Yeah, if you haven't read uh how to sell a haunted house get it because it's you'll be if, it's well it, yeah, if you're out. creeped out by dolls or puppets or anything like that that's your fucking book it's really good <laughs> oh 
I like how Madonna girl number one, Bunty Bailey, has a fucking bright ass orange Helga Pataki unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, are they going a little Adam Antish? And then I love yeah. 80s blush. I was going to do some 80s blush, but God, I just can't make myself. <laughs> yeah. I can't. It's not the look for me. I could do that. Stripes, that's about that. it. Because I fucking love Adam Ant. My extensive Adam Ant collection. No, me too. Adam Ant was an. Uh, uh, I'm going to admit an early man crush for me. I loved Adam Ant when I was a kid because right, it's, they're, so well, because the Adam and the Ants, their music was all about, I'm going to do what I want to do. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, and they started out as a, uh, an, uh, a bondage, like S you know, uh, whatever. Yes. The BDSM yeah, always, yeah. band, like Prince so, like, Charming is Prince Charming was one of my I first. I was listening to Prince Charming. I remembered our last conversation about, Adamant, I'm like, there's somebody yeah. else out there that likes Adamant. Right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He's like post punk. I, I, I mean, I can get into some of that. And a whole, a whole lot of fuck you in there, which I really enjoy. You know, uh, I, yeah, I really, I, I was really in that. Stand and Deliver is a great song. Oh, Stand and Deliver mm-hmm. with that drum, with that drum, that drum line, two drummers going at once, that that double drum line. Oh, so mm-hmm. good. Because he had this whole like, I could talk about Adamant forever. What, what do you say? What's the point of robbery when nothing is worth taking? Yeah, that's a great line. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of happens to uh, Bunty Bailey in this one. She wants to, uh, antiques or any of this antiques. old. Antiques. I love that they're, I love that they're like the old couple right to their faces. So what is this worth right here? What is this? this it's worth <laughs> But you get the idea that Gabriel and Hillary know what the fuck's up because they've yeah, been trapping and like pe- turning these people into toys and dolls forever. They're like, yeah, yeah, here's another one for the collection. I love it. Yeah. They do it with a smile. Yeah, I like how you, you've got um, Bucky Bailey out the hallway as she's, you know, has had her head slammed into the um, baseboards, and Judy's just like, ugh. <laughs> and, like, yeah. she reaches out for Judy, and Judy's like, you know, just barely putting a finger out, and she goes away, and Judy's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> that, that was actually, I always, I just thought that that was the most brutal part of the movie. You don't really see it happen, but when you see her face, she's, like, missing teeth, and she's got a big. She, they, they, she got fucked up pretty good there. That's I gotta say, brutal. I like when they're and when they see her sort of when she's mid transforming into the doll and she's kind of mm. tied down in the attic. That's a pretty cool scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that she was. She takes creepy. her eyeballs out like the the box art. That's pretty badass. Yeah, thing. yeah, I, I like that effect. I like also like that uh, the transformation scene at the end too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I have to say he transformed faster than the wolf and the howling. It yeah, was and like much minutes, better bladder Christ. effects because God damn the fucking howling. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. The howling and I don't get along. Those bladder <laughs> effects were real big in the 80s. I remember a lot of movies that used that. that mm-hmm. like they- but the howling is the worst offender. Like it, 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 it was, and she's standing there for the whole 12 minutes that these bladders are going everywhere. Like, huh, wonder what's going to happen. Away. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I could run away, but I'm really curious now. Like no, I fucking <laughs> I, I saw some shit like that. Dumbass. But yeah, so like his whole the dad's transformation into the new punch doll with its its balloon and bladder effects, and it's like ba bam, it is done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of drags. I'm bummed that we lost our howling episode because we we kind of. Yeah. We kind of dove into that whole like the howling versus American Werewolf in London, and like there's no contest. That whole transformation scene, like, 
the the 20 minutes that it takes for him to transform into a werewolf and she's just standing there watching the whole hmm, thing happen i wonder what i wonder this is interesting i'm i mean i could scream or run i guess i'll scream a little bit but you know i'm gonna see where they're going with this yeah (laughs) let's see how much transforms yeah. And that was Rabotine, and he was really young. And I mean, I applaud his efforts. I love Rabotine's effects in the thing and everything else. But in the Howling, I think he was on like high or something. Mm-hmm. He did okay. Um. <laughs> okay, it's a hell of a drug. Uh, let me let me uh, one more thing. Uh, speaking of the thing, uh, I I cannot watch Stephen Lee as Ralph in this without thinking of uh, Vance from the thing. He looks just like. Vance, I keep expecting his chest to open up and teeth to be yeah. chomping away. <laughs> he looks just like him. I just, I kept thinking, oh my it's god, kind that's of that moon faced look. Mm-hmm. See, I got, I got a a Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, from oh, wow. Lord of the Rings. He did bring that up, and I love him. Right, he does have it. Right, if Sam and Vance had a baby. yeah, very innocent, childlike. <laughs> but Sean Astin also has a moon face. It's, yeah. it's a moon face thing. Yeah, he's a very wholesome character in this. Very affable, yeah. very, very likable yeah. in this. He's yeah. very childlike in this, which is and why I guess. If I, I were in this movie, I would be that character because I'm the person who never grew up. You know, I'm the right. eternal child. So and I, I think be, that I'd be it, safe. And I think that his character fits well in this, but I think it's because of his character that this movie is less of a horror film and more of a comedy. But you, you know? would you call this a horror comedy, guys? Yeah, I kind of would. Uh, I feel a like it's comedy unint- is Evil Dead Two. I feel like this is an unintentional horror comedy, though. Yeah, because like, like, because like I said, I feel like because the acting is so like off like by everybody that it's like unintentionally funny even right. in its mm-hmm. even in its creepy moments that I've, i i find myself like laughing at it but like not because it's like oh that was a good joke like i la- laugh because of i'm like that that was really bad that was like right <laughs> pretty cringe well yeah. it's like like some of the some of the interactions you know with the the husband and wife like it's oh, not yeah. supposed to be funny but it's so cringy it's funny you know and and kind of like roll your eyes at it you know um but yeah i think that it's kind of like when we talked about house it's like it it's hard to define what it is because i don't know that it this film takes itself as seriously as it comes across you know just like with house like like it was supposed to be funny and it was supposed to be scary but it was like it ended up in limbo right yeah it was (laughs) like it like like the people that wanted a comedy didn't get what they wanted and the people that wanted the horror didn't get what they wanted it didn't really know what it what it was and i think i kind of feel that way about this many things right yeah when you when you try to be too many things you end up being none of those things yeah. But I think House's problem is it changes its mind <laughs> like, yeah. throughout. It's not like it's not like it had like an overall arching like confusing theme. Like literally throughout that movie, it just changes its mind. There's like four different stories and it yeah. all smashed together trying to make yeah. it cohesive, and it's never cohesive. Yeah, but I but very similar to how like House was supposed to be a segment in an anthology. I yeah. kind of feel like this could have been a segment in like. Tales from the Dark Side, or you know, a Twilight Zone episode. I mean, it's just it. It feels okay, like not Twilight Zone. We well, don't not the rest of the zone you know like what I'm that. saying. You know what I'm saying. But I mean, like, like they could have taken this and made this like as part of an anthology, as opposed to 
a full feature length film. Yeah. I think it would probably be scarier work better because, I mean, we don't have a high death count in this. There's like, what, four? Right. You know, I mean. Well, not counting the dolls. Well, yeah, not counting the dolls. I mean, I guess I'm trying to do drive-in totals a little bit here. I'm not Joe Bob, so bear with me. But, I mean, it's just like we've got boy toy belt foo. We've got, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's it's like we've got sledgehammer foo. But, I mean, it's none Wooden of these. soldier. Really... Now, that's my favorite death is is Enid's death when the fucking toy soldiers yeah. shoot her. And, and when I was a kid, it was my favorite death. And it's still my favorite death. You know, I the most memorable death for me was the when Teddy turned into the 15 foot yeah. assassin. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's what's funny is, though, when we watched this, like I for some reason as a kid, I remembered that I felt like that was like how the movie ended. And and I guess maybe it's just because it, it shows it killed the parents and then she wakes mm-hmm. up. But but I, I had this when when we watched it, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, it was like oh. one of those moments where it was like, shit, I remembered this wrong because I swear I thought that was at the end of the film. Yeah, I like how at the end, though, that Teddy's in the car and she grabs him. And she's like, oh, and then you see her think about it for a minute. And she's like, fuck this. You keep it. <laughs> yeah. well, I guess yeah. they terrorized uh, that little girl because she was so scared of the, the the bear that they kept like the, the person in the costume kept like following around on set. Now, and after this movie, she retired and she's now like a, an attorney, but yeah, district attorney. She is. I have to say that. um Rosemary's character. I kept trying to figure out what she reminded me of other than Julia. But this is gonna this is a throwback. She reminded me of Gotcha Grabmore from Tiny Toon Adventures, the episode where like the whale gets taken and they're in the makeup factory. Um and like they're trying to, you know, Babs and them are trying to save the baby whale, and all this woman cares about is blubber for her lipstick and stuff. She's in a fur coat, she's in a fur hat. Reminds me just exactly. She gave me vibes of, and, you know, I can't recall the name right now because I didn't have it written down. I'm bad with names. But um, the last segment in Creepshow 2, that character, the one um, with the hitchhiker, you know. Thanks for the ride. She reminds me of sort of that main character, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she deserved to die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like what how is- early early on when they're show you know Gabriel's showing them their rooms, you can very easily tell who's gonna live and who's gonna die. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. She, well, she does have one of the best lines in the movie though, when she's when he's like, Babe, you almost hit those. She's like, Want me to go back and try a second time? Right. Like, yeah. That was yeah. almost my quote. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. <laughs> yeah, the uh the scene where she's after she, she's been killed. And the husband comes in and lays down and he's like, you know, oh, I need to take a shower. And he goes and takes a shower and he comes back because she's not responding to him. So he's like, I must stink. Yeah. And so he comes back and he, he's in his silk pajamas and he gets in bed. And when he pulls the cover, like you like clearly couldn't see the fucking blood seeping yes. through the sheets anyway. But when he and he like pulls her on top of him. Don't take it with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told Dave, I was like, she fucking flipped over on him. How the fuck did she flip over? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm scared of this. Let me take it with me. Because he's clearly like holding her. And it's just like, 
right. eyeballs are out and shit. Like, I don't know. Like, if I love somebody and their eyeballs are hanging out, like, I'll be like, wow, that's yeah. so yeah. sad they're dead. Yeah. Sucks <laughs> for you. I got to I'm go. Not, I'm not yeah. fucking with eyeballs. But we don't kink shame here. I mean, yeah, he clearly had it. Right. Had it been Tarantino, it would have been feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We don't do feet. We do not do feet. We, don't we do, do not feet. do feet. Nope. No feet. Uh-huh. We, I like no. my feet, but like I don't like other people. We do. We do paws. Yes, we do. No, <laughs> oh, you're good job, boy. We mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. the animals, <laughs> but not like that. Not like that. No. Yeah. I and I another uh, another like thing that. that stuck out with the dad was like he was so adamant about getting rid of his kid. Oh, and yeah. not being around the kid. Well, and the but, one part where Rosemary's like, "Well, he can't hit you, but I sure can." I'm like, "You fucking whore!" Right, but yeah, then, like, but, but then like, when when he when he sees her with Ralph, then all of a sudden he's father of the year, like you know, thinking that Ralph's you know kid. some sort a of pedo. pedophile or whatever. Yeah, and all of a sudden he becomes dad of the fucking year, like you know, and, I'm gonna kick this fucking do? guy's he ass. He breaks a chair, doesn't like pick up like a fireplace poker or anything else. He breaks a chair and he goes after him with the chair leg. And I'm like, dude, you just fucking suck at everything, man. <laughs> it does. Right. Yeah. Really yeah, I, thought that, I thought it was odd, too. I was telling David, I was like, really? He had to pick up the chair and break it for a weapon? And it's very clear that he's with Rosemary for her money. Because she's like, well, your child support comes from my money. My money, my money, my money. And he's like, whatever you want, dear. And I'm just like, you're marrying that. For, you married that for money. Like, right. Like, oh, God, she is so evil and horrible and. And the, and she also she does anybody else remember Lady Elaine Fairchild? Yes, from, uh, yes. From, she looked like Lady Elaine Fairchild. That's <laughs> she what I kept going. Yeah. Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. And, yeah. and, and, and let me Lady tell you, Elaine when Fairchild I was, was not blessed what, with beauty, so sorry. When I was six, wife. Lady Elaine Fairchild scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, and then that voice that, that Mr. Rogers did for Lady Elaine, it's like, it, oh, oh, so scary. scary. The teacher that spoke like that one time, so it was an entire fucking year putting up with that voice. My great aunt had a Lady a, a Lady Elaine Fairchild puppet. Hell that, no. That's terrifying. And so <laughs> I dolls, I love plushies, but I don't fuck with puppets. Mm-mm. Well, that's the thing. I, that's why I like this movie so much. Because whenever I'd go to her house, because she lived very far away, and I would go visit with my grandparents, I was like, "Can I? Can I play with the puppet?" And was just like <laughs> poking the puppet all over the place, like punching Judy. Like, this is my friend. This is what I got to do here. Besides playing the dirt, and I ain't touching the dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, did anybody realize or catch or pay attention because you know this movie ugh, um this candelabra yeah. they continue to tote up and down the hallway that switches hands of multiple people is lit not <laughs> lit lit not lit yeah lit. the continuity <laughs> was really really bad on this and now, i get i get while judy's holding it it's not lit got you like <laughs> you know, seven years old with fire no bueno yeah i oh, got it but other than that lit not lit lit not lit yeah well we candy and i kind of joked about this scene like every time they would open the door to the attic it would blow the candle out mm-hmm. but then, so but then opens her lighter and it and zippo. nothing perfectly fine lighter's it, fine it candle out bad. A fucking zippo let me tell you it would blow out a fucking zippo because yeah it was basically a candle in a metal thing it's not like yeah, a regular the- bit or something Right. The chemistry nerd in me was like, oh, that's a blue flame. That's extra hot. Um, mm-hmm. But then, like, when she dropped it and it just went out, and I went, 
I don't think letters no. work the way you they work. No. <laughs> I think your house be on fire. <laughs> yeah, Zippo's they're they're really hard to like put out. That's why everybody just kind of snaps them close because it cuts off the oxygen. Mm-hmm. You know, Zippo's are like the lighter to have. That's why people keep Zippo's for fucking life. I did feel horrible when the dad shoved that lit candle into Punch's eyeball, oh, and then you've yeah, got the uh, you yeah you've got the white wax dripping onto um dripping onto his foot. I was like, oh, you could have no, <laughs> don't do that. That um, was kind of for sure. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, but do you think because of the way this ended with uh, the dad becoming the new punch that the characters or, or the people that get caught there, like whatever actual family member, parental family member that is caught there, they're the next punch. Because that punch spoke, and that's when we, you know, you, well, we already knew shit was fucked up and, like, the dolls were alive. But that's when Judy and um, Ralph realized, oh, shit. And Punch was actually trying to save her. So is this a perpetual um, just roundabout of either dads or moms or whoever's direct related to a child stuck there? And then they try to help the next one. I feel like that Punch was only he was just replaced, like it was replacing yeah. a doll. So if, if if Punch wasn't destroyed, that dad would have turned into something else. Which so. also did I don't <laughs> I thought it was really odd because he's such a shithead like the entire movie, and then all of a sudden when right before Judy leaves, she's like he's like oh see you short stuff or whatever, and she's all like oh like and I'm like really I'm like I, he hated her like he was right. talking about like he how he can't her. beat her because of a, the child support like to and her the, face. And then, and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, he's like, "Buy short stuff." Like, I'll see you. Like, I'll miss you. Like, it, it just very struck me. Like, odd. I was just like, "Do you think that was because of the punishment of him turning into Punch, or do you think that um, that's part of the witchcraft spell?" Like, I, I feel like it was. I, I feel like it was. They wanted some line to in, to let her know that the dad was in the thing, and they that was the line they came up with. And it was a. I think it was a poor choice. He should have said yeah. something. I feel like it would have fit better if he said something shitty to her she would have been really <laughs> sure yeah. yeah and because they had that line that's what got me to thinking like hey punch has protected her this whole time and now he's he's all of a sudden nice as punch so is that a perpetual i mean thing? i think that it works that way as well because yeah. yeah. he was like, it was because he destroyed punch and punch and judy has gone back centuries um mm-hmm. as entertainment so yeah. you know it's kind of like an important role to fulfill and right. you know, he was such a shitty parent it's not like we had an arc we never saw him be nice to her at any point so the see short stuff thing seems out of character maybe it was some mm-hmm. when he was married to her mom whatever point that was when she was a little girl he said something like that but we as the audience don't fucking know that we only know mm-hmm. him as a fucking dick who hates her and wants to get rid of her and literally says that to her and i'm just like wow i thought my parents were shit and this girl's gonna have problems but you know supposedly her and ralph becomes her stepdad and she goes to her mom who's like the sweet wonderful princess lady or whatever and you know get her fairy tale ending happily ever after yeah like but, that. Anyway, with yeah. a grim fairy tale so there was some death and evil shit that happened too yes like the evil ones yeah the car's driving off and she's steady asking him questions 
And I'm like, yep, that's every six, seven, eight year old I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that in the credit, I, I printed off the, uh, the all the full credits from uh, Wicked uh, IMDb. In the thanks, they thanked the brothers Grimm at the end, which I thought mm-hmm. was cute. They even, you know, they acknowledged that that's the whole, you know, that, that whole sort of dark. When my um, kids were little, I mean, Nan's 23, about to turn 23, and. Um, you know, the, the, so the girls are in the twenties and Ash is sixteen. But when they were little, I read them Grimm's fairy tales, like the real shit, not the mm-hmm. Disney fied shit, the real <laughs> shit. So I was no prepping matter. them to be the horror fans that they are. I was like, not everything's beautiful and pretty. Let's be a little scared, but you know, <laughs> it, it ends well. Stop crying! Stop crying! Right? <laughs> Suck it up. And we always do our mystery science theater connection. Um, Charles Band also produced Laser Blast. Yes, he did. And um, if you go down to, go to the woods, tracks. He also um, he also did Tourist Trap. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Charles uh, Band is not the mark of quality. Always, I, he does get respect. You he know, pro- um, he produced Ghoulies. Yeah, oh, Ghoulies. That's yeah. a fucking classic. Uh, for, for my first horror movie, Ghoulies. No, yeah. really? Yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I, was like, I was like four. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, a monster in the toilet at, at four years old, that's right up my alley. So, right, right. Yeah, so. I was Night Living Dead, so it made me like this mega Romero fan. But like it really fucked me up. So every movie I look at like sociologically and like sociopolitically, and then I think like really critically about it. And and so like that's how I look at horror movies. So I try to have more fun um, mm. now because as a kid I was very serious about my horror. No. And, uh, <laughs> because my mom's like, you got to watch Night Living Dead. You're six or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. My mom was she had me at seventeen, so she needed a buddy, and she worked at the video was, store, and she'd was, be like, here, was, watch all these horror movies, and she started is, me with Night of the Fucking Living Dead. I'm like, that is that is exactly the same story. My mom was 17 when she had me. She worked at a video store part-time. Holy had a buddy. shit. What the so, fuck? I watched, so, I, so I watched, so I watched all, mom? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I watched all these, <laughs> all these movies. I should not have watched at ages. I should not have watched them. Right. Yeah. Cause you know, when you're, you, you have a single mom that young, you know, cause my mom, this was late seventies when she had me and old and, um, you know, she just, she was, she was stuck at home with me and my, I have, I have twin little brothers that are like four years younger. And so like at 21, she had three kids and she's just like, well, you're the oldest. You're, you're going to be my horror buddy. And uh, I surpassed her very quickly, but <laughs> you know, yeah, so my, 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 my parents, my dad was 38 when I was born Jesus, and my mom, and my mom was 29. And uh, I, like I've always said on the show, I've, I came to horror all on my own. I just would That's love cool, to hear though. the conversation that they had when like they were watching me watch Night of the Living Dead over and over again, I can imagine because they were not into horror. They're like, "Well, our kids fucked up, right?" Um, yeah. Well, your sister oh, well, seemed to be into horror though. It's it's like before Tig's mom passed. Every time we'd see her, it, she'd lean over to me and like, "Is that new?" She didn't realize she was saying it so loud. So t- just was about his tattoo. When I was getting my tattoos. Yeah, mom did. <laughs> Yeah, mom did like the tattoos. Well, I got my Mystery Science Theater, but I'm going to add. I'm going to try and add this year, but I think I'm going with Taryn, uh, mm. Beautiful and Bad. Nice, nice. nice. Displayed, Mohawk. That's like, I, I know that I want to be Nancy Thompson, but I know that I'm really Taryn. Yeah. <laughs> Dream Warriors. I know I'm really Taryn. <laughs> I've accepted my fate. Yeah. I think we're going to get her Taryn, and I'm going to get my Tar Man. Finally. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I want you to get Lene quickly on the tombstone. Oh. Getting viewed, man. That would be so fucking hot. 
I'm like, if, I, if I, when I look to my right, she's like topless on our yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> Let that weird some... Barbie doll private area. What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> on on, on, so on my side of the bed, though, that. I've got like fucking Joe Spinell's face really huge because I've <laughs> you know all the maniacs. Yeah. Turn the, so just like, just turn just turn the laptop a little bit. Show them. Oh, but, but all this shit. Hold it's on. okay. <laughs> and and then I gotta knock knock over my mic. Get okay, okay. So there's my and the misfits and the misfits right in the middle. In the middle, nice. and there's uh, Return of Living Dead. Nice. Some of the stuff. And you see, the bed is very segregated. We can't share. Yeah, we don't share. We it's don't share comforts. We don't even you can roll over and not even be near the person. So we both like to sleep kind of solo. Candy Candy likes to burrito the comforters. So fuck off. I'm I got tired. I feel, of, I feel attacked. There's only one in a couple. I got tired. I got tired of waking up with no comforter. You so. stole blankets from me countless times, and I would have to punch you in the back and then take them. <laughs> when, we, when we went to Amsterdam the other weekend, um, the so cool you guys went. The yeah. bed was two twins pushed together, and so each one had his own set of blankets. And then I was like, "Oh, we can snuggle." But I don't have to worry about pulling a blanket away from you. <laughs> yeah, I steal the blanket. <laughs> it's all right. I just grab and hold. Like I feel them roll over and I just go ahead and hold like in sleep. <laughs> like a tug of war. Yeah. Sometimes. It's cute. Candy um, always gives me shit when I sleep because I, I t- I, I'm a side sleeper, but I, I fall asleep. I have to be on my back to fall asleep. And and then I wake up and I'm on my side and she gets so angry because it's I'm mean to her in my sleep and I can't control it. You are, you're dead when you sleep. I can't. I can't. <laughs> did you guys hear that? Yeah. I did. <laughs> I can't. I can't control it. Like I just instinctively like roll over to my side with my back facing her and she's like, "You hate me when you sleep." <laughs> I know that when I uh, when I visited my friend Andre in Russia, he he's a horrible snorer, but he claims that I like physically abuse him and beat him while he was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure I did not beat you, but I can't sleep in the same room when you're doing that. Sounds like someone up a lawnmower (laughs) or a chainsaw. It's bad. I know I violently toss and turn like I, I can feel myself throwing myself over, but I don't snore. I moan. And sometimes I get so pissed off at myself because the vibration <laughs> will wake me up. And I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> Damn it. I just want to sleep. I've, I've tried. I've Candy's told me some stories. She says that I'm like, I maniacally laugh in my sleep and I, <laughs> I have tried to to like talk her into like trying to videotape it but she says that there's times where she'll like hold conversations with me in my sleep and i'm like i have no idea i can't control my ex-husband it. used to do that to me and then it would get to the point where he would talk for so long that it would wake me up and i'd be like fuck you wow <laughs> I'm trying to go back to sleep <laughs> <laughs> I do love this scene where she lights his cowboy on fire, though. It's kind of, that's kind of the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. motherfucker. Right, the yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> on. I swear he screams something like, I'm on fire. 
Mm. Yeah, she she actually takes quite a few of those out. She yeah. does, and she yeah. she's great. And then when I was looking at stuff about her, she's actually she went on to be an Amadeus. She had yeah. uh, she had a decent part in that movie, so it's kind of I did know that interesting. Yeah, I, I she did played a lot, but she was uh, the niece that Mozart was supposed to like teach. Oh, okay. I think she was Georgette. I can't remember her name. I think I think Georgette or something something along those lines. But yeah. What are these dolls when they crack it open and crack the face open? And she like whipping like Indiana mm-hmm. Jones? <laughs> Looks like our typical anatomy and physiology uh, models that we have for half the body is yeah looks like us and half the body looks like the muscles and stuff right and yeah take out the organs and stuff um one of those dolls looks like that a split dog yeah i just oh I, I just felt even when we watched this the other day the nutcrackers i i could understand where she was like what the fuck are they gonna do because it's like a little tiny pew pew um but they they busted uh adult size holes in the house. Yeah. You know, and it's, it takes me back to like our conversation when we talked about child's play It's mm. like, at what point do you realize like you're a full grown person and you can't overpower a doll, right? Like mm-hmm. at what, at what point do you like succumb to the fact that like this little, like five inch doll is just going to whip the shit out of me. Yeah, she had this gigantic metal urn that was beside her that she could have just chunked at them yeah. and went bowling for nutcrackers or soldiers, wood soldiers. Because <laughs> I mean, I it's saw, a, no. Go ahead. I don't, I don't know why she stops. She right. just saw her. She just saw her friends like eyeballs fall out of their head, and she's run and she's <laughs> fighting these other ones. She runs downstairs and she sees these nutcrackers set up, and instead of like just bowling through them and like not stop <laughs> she stops and like is they're like all right i'm gonna fight you and then it starts doing it's like little marching band thing and then she's like all right now i'm just gonna stop and just see what happens right right yeah what do you think did you not learn your lesson like 30 seconds yeah. ago or like what yeah. are we doing here and yeah, that's the the conversation that the conversation that candy and i have like when we watch some of these films and i'm like I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that makes no sense. Like, why would she just, like, run through them? Kick them all over, keep going. And Candy's like, well, then we wouldn't have a movie. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. I understand that. But that takes me out of the fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you put them in a situation that they can't escape, right, That, that there's a reason. You give me a good reason, that's a good movie. You know what I'm saying? But when you, you right. have a situation where it's like she runs down the stairs and she sees the nutcrackers and she stands there for five minutes waiting for this nutcracker to raise his sword and they play their little drums, you know, and all this <laughs> shit. And she's just like curious. Oh, this is cute. I wonder what's going to happen. I just saw my friend pull fucking eyeballs out, you know, mm-hmm. so like, you know, let's see what happens, you know, whatever. And then she gets human sized holes blown into her from these little tiny little pea shooters. Right. It's like I aggravate the shit out of my dad because when I'm watching stuff with him and I'm like, dad, really? Like they're, they're going to go with that. And he's like, it's just a movie. Go with it. Right. That's not how you told us when we were little. You were like, you got to be tough. You can watch this. Now I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, honestly, like it should be like, you know, like how Godzilla reacts to like when humans shoot them, you know, like, 
Like, like they yeah. should have, they should have shot her, and she should have looked down and been like, "Really? Yeah." Then maybe that's it. we thought, when we did uh, the Zuni doll, uh, when we did trilogy of terror, yeah. I brought up Stephen King's uh, Battleground, this short story about the little the yeah. toys, yeah. and also there was a, um, there was a, um, a, a short movie version of it with, um, I can't think of the actor's name who played the hitman, but that's what I was thinking of there with the little dolls coming to life. They're like mm-hmm. uh, shooting at him, and and like individually, they didn't do a lot of damage. They were uh, they were like little pinpricks, but you know, there's forty of them. So, and then they bust out like the helicopters and the uh, the the tanks and stuff. It was that's I kept thinking of that when I was watching this scene. It's a great story. It's a great Stephen King short story, Battleground. Yeah. I love his short stories. Some of his short stories just blow his full length novels out of the water. Yeah, because the cocaine binge was so short, he didn't really have to try to come up with an ending. <laughs> <laughs> it was all there in one spurt. Yeah, you know, you know who I would think in a fictional world would eat this shit up and would love this house. Me? Who? In a fictional world? Oh, Charles Lee Ray. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, he would eat this shit up, Chucky, honey. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 they were, they were, I was like, wasn't he the guy who shot people from the Austin clock tower? That was Charles Whitman. Brad Dorf, honey. Brad Dorf. <laughs> Brad Dorf shot people from the Austin clock tower. No, Brad Dorf would love this. No, Brad Dorf Brad Dorf saw Erica get carried away from a con one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother story that's Talk a whole nother movie. story <laughs> no I, I he would if, if charles lee ray got in here he would have jumped into one of the dolls and then probably started to try to fuck all the other dolls yeah <laughs> and I think he would not have jumped into one of those porcelain dolls and it's weird how all we see is porcelain dolls throughout the whole movie and then we get to the end with Ralph and Judy in the main room, uh, like the storeroom, and these dolls are like plastic and modern-looking dolls. Um, and then, you know, the only porcelain ones you see are the ones they stop motion that attacked. Yeah, it's very weird. Mm-hmm. Dave, you want to get a porcelain doll? No. <laughs> I remember there, my grandmother buying two, and this probably was around the same time as this movie, buying two dolls. And when she got them home, she asked me to name them. And I remember naming one Jennifer and one something else because I named them after the two female characters from Perfect Strangers. Wow. Yeah. And so when my, my parents you know, took over the house. The first thing my mom did was cleared all the fucking porcelain dolls off the house and was like selling them like, like, please take these off our hands. 50 cent dollar. Take the shit. Mom was like, "Mm -mm, we're not playing with this. The thing with those porcelain dolls is at least the ones that my grandmother had, like they had those eyes that like, they always seemed to be looking at you no matter which way they were sitting. Followed you, yeah. yeah. I love porcelain dolls. I collected creepy. them as a kid, and I didn't think they were creepy. I thought they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. My grandpa used to buy them for me, and we all know that my grandpa was like my favorite person. Mm-hmm. And he found this one, and it was named Candy, so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I had like the blonde hair because I'm naturally blonde, and it had like ringlets and like 
like little pink bows. She was my favorite. She had blue eyes like me. And then, but she was dressed in like turn of the, the 20th century, like clothes. She was so fucking cute. What'd I do? We're at the part where he's, he's pulling her off the bed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I, I heard porcelain dolls. I went out to smoke, guys. Sorry, you know. Yeah, me. my grandmother had a huge porcelain doll collection. I remember like two of my favorites. One was a Dolly Parton doll that we got in um, at Dollywood mm-hmm. um, when I was like nine. And then another one was in blue and black lace that looked like Scarlett O'Hare. Oh, my God. Yeah, those are my shit. two favorites. Like she didn't even keep those in the same curio cabinet as everything else. She had those in their own little standalone plastic like boxes. Now that my kids are grown up, I I'm want to start my Barbie collection the way I, I want it to be, and I want to get the Scarlett O'Hara Barbies. Like they have like six of them and different. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I've got a box in the garage just for those. Leave <laughs> 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 me my Barbies alone. I had a, a and all, all you you're going to have to look this up. I had a Flip Wilson doll when I was wow, young. Yeah. Y'all going to have to Google who the fuck Flip Wilson I was. Love Flip Wilson. <laughs> and one side was Flip Wilson, and when you turned it over, the other side was Geraldine. Yes. And, uh, oh, okay. And, 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 yeah. Y'all going to have to Google this shit. No, but, no, my grandparents, my my grandparents were into that shit. Yeah, I love Flip, Flip Wilson. Wilson. What I, but, was that? Was that an insult? No. <laughs> No, our generation, if you know Zubilee Zoo, you know Flip Wilson. I used to watch Zubilee Zoo all the time. when It, it was when I was homesick from school and we didn't have cable <laughs> half the time because I grew up in poverty. So it was like PBS all day. Yes. Way too old for Mr. Rogers. If, well, you're never really too old for Mr. Rogers. No. Um, no, never. Zubilee Zoo would come Zubilee on. Zoo. I'm like, that's my shit right there, man. That's Flip Wilson. I'll tell you, the one thing about Mr. Rogers, you watch, if you watch any of it, is that the incidental jazz music that's playing through the whole show, that's someone just sort of freestyling to the show. Whoever, I don't know who it was. You'd have to look it up. Someone on the piano doing yeah. that, that light jazz piano. They're like freestyling through the whole and like and reacting so to whatever. It's, it's, it's actually amazingly talented, whoever that is. I have to look that up, whoever played yeah. the piano on that. And I'm amazed at the generation like us that grew up with PBS and stuff, like with all of the shows that are like, wow, ASMR exists. We had... Mr. Rogers, and we had Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Come on the now. Daddy, ASMR daddy. Yeah. Yes, paint some more little trees, motherfucker. <laughs> Beat the devil out of it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. I love Bob Ross, but every painting was the same, and I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Every painting so, was like, exactly the same. I used to watch that shit when I'd get high. I'd be like, trees. Bob Ross, yeah. So Would you say, Rick? I I listen to him at work. Like sometimes when I just like need to like de stress, yeah, I'll like so put, I'll put weird I'll put weird Bob Ross like on the background. I just hear him talk about his happy little mistakes, and right. I'm like, all right, we're good. It's because we've heard now, and it's okay. like, oh, it's so wholesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah that series like, is on souls uh, and, You know, punk rockers and and like all the weird shit I got going on. Like I like a little happy in my my That's day. Right. You know. <laughs> That helps put me to sleep. I you think. know what puts me to sleep? Mystery Science Theater. And it's my favorite show. I sleep with it on every night. Yes, we do. So that's my mm-hmm. also happy place. And I when I close, because I sleep with a mask on, that's why my original eyelashes are shit and I wear fakes because it smashes my eyelashes. But like I can, I've seen the, the, the episode so many times that with my mask on, I could just envision it. 
and I just hear the jokes. And sometimes yeah. I'm laying in bed falling asleep, like, <laughs> okay. No, but that's actually a thing. I, I was reading an article about that. Why is it that movies we've seen a hundred times uh, are soothing and relaxing? It's because you know what's going to happen. What's going to happen? And and the, and there's there's a certain comfort to that, knowing what's going to happen. I sleep and, and, with my living dead on sometimes. Which oh, I'll fall asleep. I'll fall asleep to Dawn of the Dead. I'll put on. Oh yeah. The, the I can't sleep to Dawn of the Dead time. because, like, I, I'm so <laughs> much love. I have my weird obsession with Flyboy. I'm like, oh, Flyboy. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Only as a zombie though, because as a person, he's a douche. But as a zombie, he's like <laughs> the zombie. <laughs> the fucking him yeah. and Bob. But I like him better than Bob, and I know that that's a hot take. Yeah, that is a hot take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of riff tracks, when, when they got to the final like throwdown for this movie, I was like, oh, it's the for real attack of the puppet people. Yeah, yeah puppet people. <laughs> I love that episode. Well, I like it- how they did the effects in this because it was really hard to show because they used like marionettes and um, some stop motion and different things like uh, a lot mm-hmm. of puppetry, but they puppetry. did it through creative lighting. And then um, I guess they went on the negative and took a marker like literally frame by frame to get those puppet strings out. And I think that like that's fucking dedication for this piece mm-hmm. of shit. Yeah. I mean, well, like- I think that's, isn't that the reason why, why this actually came out after? Yeah. Because from beyond, from beyond we're so long in the same set, yeah. but uh, it was released first. So this is considered his third film, but it was really done second. So this is, yeah. he went from fucking reanimator to this. Yeah. That's some shit. I don't know. Yeah, the fact that this is sandwiched between Reanimator and From Beyond is like the odd thing. If he so did those, yeah, if he did one of these things isn't like the other. Yeah, yeah. If he did if he did those two then dolls and then wrote Honey I Shrunk the Kids, I'm like, all right, the progression makes sense. But like the fact yeah. that it's in the middle, it doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> yeah, because and then you got Brian Usna, who, you know, they teamed up a lot. Yeah, and no. Brian Usna is involved in all this. And then does honey i shrunk the kids but i mean but right before but like what would i think uh society came out around the same time as honey i shrunk the kids which is like you know what i need to do society that's the whole reason actually he did reanimate was to do society society is <laughs> so fucked up i just got like the arrow one um release of that movie no. and i showed it to ash for the first time and i was like what did you think i love yeah. it to the kids but um <laughs> But then he's like, honey, I shrunk the kids. And I'm like, I don't understand. This is, but Robert Rodriguez is a lot like that too, though. Yeah. Thinking about like the spy kid shit and then like planet terror and, you know, um, all this different shit. So takes, uh, takes a character from spy kids and makes machete. I mean, <laughs> fuck yeah. I mean, that's badass. But I mean, it's still kind of like jarring. I mean, to go kids movie, horror movie, kids movie, horror movie. Like, I, no. I, I guess I could, I would have to commit myself to one or the other. Yeah. Because yeah, there's two I, genres that they're kept separate for the most I, part. I just feel yeah. like this movie like toes the line with like kids movie. Like, you know, we're trying to do, you know, something like Monster Squad. You know, so it's like any any film that you throw a kid in is like the main character but not only true that religiously true no 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 no. but overall yeah yeah, there there are some outliers but i mean you know a film like this like you you throw a main character in there and then you give it that fairy tale kind of quality yes there is some gore in here but i mean it's there's nothing in here that's really over the top 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's considering the films that we like to watch and the films that by the time, you know, I was like seven, I was already watching like gore films. This was right. really very different. And I like this a lot as a kid. I don't like it a lot now. We'll get into that more when I get to my review. But um, but I, the, the fairy tale quality totally missed me as a kid. I was just yeah. kind of like there for the scares. And now as an adult, I can appreciate some of the things I think I missed because I yeah. haven't seen this in like 30 something years. Yeah. Yeah. It's it been a while for me uh, that I had seen this. And like when you get toward the end and, you know, they come down to turn the dad into punch, um, mm. like the wife has her hair down. And all I can think about is uh, um, Madeline Kahn from um, Men in Tights, Robin Hood yeah, Men in Tights. <laughs> as a witch because <laughs> her hair's all out and stuff um but you know i enjoyed yeah you know, this is a ride i enjoyed this ride <laughs> yeah it's a wild one and i think you know at a certain age maybe five six or seven this probably would still scare yeah see i didn't even think about like as like a starter pack for the kids showing them this i think we started them out kind of rough I mean, Ash was like Beetlejuice, I guess, which was well, fine. The funny thing with <laughs> Ash, and and I know we've told this story before. Because we but, have the two older daughters who are way older, like seven, yeah. five years older, and Ash is like the baby, but and he's the only boy. So, But we started Ash out with Beetlejuice. And I remember mm -hmm. the first time we showed it to him, we had to turn it off because he was too scared. He was scared of the sandworms. Oh, and, oh, and, and, yeah. but, but girls mature faster than boys yeah. and the girls were into fucking gore right away and then and then i shit you not it wasn't too long after that we showed him the exorcist and and that yeah. movie ended and he looked at us and he was like that's it i was like we're, what like, what I, I, I watched the i watched the exorcist because of beetlejuice and because of that stupid line where he says it was funnier my dad was like i assure you that that movie is not funny he set me up. I, wa I watched it one night with like on a Joe Bob thing because of that fucking mo Beetlejuice movie. Mm -hmm. And The Exorcist is to this day still the scariest movie I've ever seen because of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Seven years Absolutely. old. Ran up the steps. Didn't even touch the ground when I did it. Like, you know, yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> my mom, I think I was like 10. And my best friend, she's, we, we did Fridays at my house. My mom worked at the video store and she was like, so she would let me get fill my bag with whatever movies I wanted. So I'd go to the horror section and just grab whatever cool art. Cause this is the eighties, yeah. whatever cool box art. And I saw a lot of shitty movies that way, but some great <laughs> ones too. And then she would always have a recommendation that I had to watch. And it was the exorcist. So my best friend was over and she made green Kool-Aid and mom <laughs> was chuckling. And I'm like, mom, this is, you know, I'm having soda. What the fuck is this? She's like, just drink this. And I'm like, okay. she was like laughing at us the whole time, but it was, it scared the shit out of me. Oh my God. Like let Jesus fuck you part. I was like, Oh boy. I don't understand why men cringe when, when, uh, you know, they see a guy get hit in the nuts. Cause I was like, Oh my God, crucifix in there. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, uh, well, they're not here, but we need to start doing shitty reviews. It's about that yeah. time. Yes, it is. I will say there was a man like probably the the cringiest part like you know you're talking about the the crucifix scene um if anyone's ever seen um um oh what's that the uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo yeah, yeah. Mm. 
the part the part where she puts puts that dildo in the guy's ass and then runs at full force and kicks it. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That whole movie that whole movie is vicious. Yeah, it, there's a, it's, there's it a is lot vicious. of parts where I'm like, oh Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just something about the way that that whole setup and like you don't you don't see it, but you know what she's doing. Yeah. And then she just mm-hmm. runs up and just full force just fucking boots it. And I'm like, I'm picking my jeans out of my See, ass. As a woman, it's something that that sounds like, you know, with women, we have a lot more exposure to things like that where it yeah. would be harmful to us. Like, let's say I spit on your grave. I mean, mm-hmm. I am like feeling it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's such an uncomfortable movie. It's supposed to be. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, films like that for women that you oh, know yeah. got rape revenge films. Uh, I spit on your grave being the one, but uh, mm-hmm. but but there's a lot of like you know especially in the eighties it was so casual uh, with uh, rape and and sexual assault and and horrible things done to women yeah. that I I've heard a lot from well, these. Well, that was movies. I mean we just released um, our Hills Have Eyes remake. Yeah. episode and that was you know that was something that came up there where it was like rapey she got you know sexually assaulted but she didn't get her comeuppance no you she know didn't. and i think that that would have made the ending of that film so much better as if it was her who you know was the final i feel more like brenda in the original hills have eyes got got more of that right she's at the end like kind of like yeah. And, yeah. And, and then and then it's the remix. She's just like, let's go. And I'm like, the fuck are you gonna go? <laughs> Bitch, that's why this whole movie happened because you couldn't go any- oh, never mind. Yeah. I already said it. I already said it. I'm not gonna say it again. It's hard. So any final thoughts before we head into shitty reviews, which I'm gonna preface a little bit. No, I think I'm good. <laughs> All, All right. right. So before we do our theme music, well, I, I guess we can do our theme music, Crystal, because time for our shitty reviews. <laughs> so good. Um, I'm going to bring up our friend Roger Ebert, who's, <laughs> I, I say friend, um, he hates horror movies. Now, this is interesting, and I just wanted to know, I, I just wanted you guys to hear this. He gave this negative review, fucking surprise, right? He hates <laughs> horror movies. But why he gave it a negative review was because it lacked the unapologetic excess of Gordon's two previous films, which he didn't. Like, think about, okay, he didn't like Reanimator, he didn't like From Beyond, and he hates this movie because it wasn't as gory and crazy as those two. I'm like... Yeah. Can't win. That review. <laughs> you really can't win with Roger Ebert. He hates horror. He hated horror, I should say. Probably still somewhere in the universe hating horror. Yeah. That, he loved Dawn awesome. of the Dead. He loved Dawn of the Dead. I'll give him that. I, I mean, he has a couple that I'll give him, but... You got that one right. Part, he, he works against... Horror. He worked. He worked against horror. Yeah, he really did. I loved him and Gene Siskel on Maniac, though. I love that we used that clip because that, that was so fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, Dolls on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the critics gave this 60%, and the audience gave it 51%. Um, our first one, uh, starting out, Veggie Head, says, uh, the acting is so ass. <laughs> well, <laughs> Huny Reviews says uh, filed under movies with shockingly fashionable young death rockers who are so goth they die. <laughs> Go with that. Creature Feature says this is a movie that's desperately trying to be witty, but runs on a socially inept middle schooler's idea of what witty is. And it's such a grueling and awkward trek that it ends up harshing the little fun there is. Do me a favor and just watch the opening credit sequence. Turn it off immediately after. <laughs> Ow. Bobby Bubblebath says, I can't wait to know. <laughs> Bobby Bubblebath. I didn't even read the names before I did this. Bobby, Bobby Bubblebath. Bobby Bubblebath says, I can't wait to never watch this again. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt Brock's the bold that, Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, swe- <laughs> Another one. Sweaty, sweaty wife. <laughs> what does that mean? No. Did you write this? Um, <laughs> I don't sweat that much. Sweaty wife says, fucking boring and very smart decision to film in the same exact location as from beyond. Yes, Mr. Gordon, I would much rather be watching that. <laughs> I can share that sentiment. Oh, God. And uh, last but not least, this, one, this one's kind of a long one. Um, no funny name. Callan Williams says, so if I'm understanding this correctly, this entire film is about a little girl Chilling out with this dude who looks an awful lot like Samwise Gamgee. While her, <laughs> while her deadbeat dad and his girlfriend, who constantly wears a towel over her hair, stupidly wander around a house having their legs sawn off by funky-looking evil dolls. If that alone didn't sell you on it, I only have to tell you three more things. There's a scene where a giant teddy bear rips two people apart. There's a death uh, featuring yeah. a firing squad of nutcrackers that kills someone with tiny muskets and someone, and someone gets their eyes replaced with dolls with dolls eyes because why not? Right. <laughs> Citizen Kane, eat your heart out. There's a new critical <laughs> darling on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, giant teddy bear scene. Did anybody get vibes from prophecy? Remember that movie? Oh. Mm-hmm. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't that, I got that was that was what I was setting me off. Yeah, um, you know, yep. Glenn Danzig was in some of those. He, Glenn yeah. Danzig was in Prophecy too. Yes. Okay. At the yeah. very beginning, yeah. I have a love hate relationship with Glenn Danzig. <laughs> I talked about it before how I want to fight him. So the original <laughs> Prophecy has one of the funniest kill scenes when he smacks the kid in the sleeping bag up against a tree and it explodes and like feather down feathers come like mm-hmm. springlet. So mm-hmm. fucking Friday funny. 13th did that. <laughs> yeah, it's Friday, Friday, yeah. Friday 13th kills the sleep. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah. that, that one in the Prophecy did it first. It's so funny when you when you said that this had made me um 
the teddy bear made me think we just watched Cocaine Bear over the oh, weekend. Oh, yeah. So, yeah when the teddy bear popped up yet. with all the teeth, I was like, Dave, it's Cocaine Bear. <laughs> yeah, we went to the joint and we saw Renfield and Cocaine Bear, which were both hilarious. I'd already seen Cocaine Bear. I loved them both, honestly. Yeah, I, I Renfield was great. It was a great double yeah. feature because it's driving season, so our fucking asses are going to add to driving, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved Renfield. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I Nicholas Holt plays like a character like that because because Ash was like, I like it, that funny guy from the menus in this, and I'm like Nicholas Holt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beast on the menu was great. Yeah, and he got to use his actual accents. No, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is just over the top, and it and, and it's I love great. It. It's awesome. I'm not mad. It but he seems to be picking. He seems to be picking roles more suited to his style now. There was a time where he was just in all the worst movies ever. Well, yeah. seems he like had he, all, all those bills to pay. Seems <laughs> like he's figured it out now. He's yeah. become. Yeah. Well, he said Pig is his number one favorite film he's ever done. That was a good movie. Pig was well, really I think, good. I think he had a renaissance because of horror. I mean, Mandy. Was Mandy was amazing. Oh, Mandy, Mandy was. I wish that episode hadn't good. been lost because man, I struggled. That was right after my back surgery. And I struggled to be there. And then it was a fucking great episode in the hard drive. We lost like 30 fucking episodes. I was like, no. <sighs> Mandy was amazing. Yeah. Color outside love space. It. was great. Oh, weird. Yeah. Love it. Um, Piss so was he great. Had a really great like renaissance. And now he's like back doing his thing. And I'm, I'm here for it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. the movie he played himself in with Pablo. With uh, uh, Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. Who I love. Yeah. It was great. Some big talent. Yeah. The incredible weight, the incredible weight of massive talent. Yeah, yeah, very fun. I I, I gotta see it. I haven't seen it yet, but Mm -hmm. so moving to it is time for our reviews. I gave this film five point five out of ten. Boy toy belts. Damn. Now, okay, are you are you saying damn because it's low or high? Uh, It's lower than what I thought you would have given it. Well. I I'm 43 now. Uh, <laughs> the fact that I admitted that is one thing, but let's just go with the fact that I'm look 33. Um, so you know, as a kid, I think I enjoyed this a lot more, but I understood it more now, and um, it, it's not. It's one of those want, want, want mo- moments because, like, as a kid, it was really fun for me. I did not have fun watching this. You know, <laughs> I can admit my defeat. It was not fun. And and I was, like, the people in the shitty reviews thinking, like, I could be watching Reanimator. I really want to fuck. Because remember how many times <laughs> I, I kept saying, we should just watch Reanimator. Do yeah. you think we should watch Reanimator? Let's put on Reanimator. <laughs> um, you know, which is one of my favorite films of all time. Um, one of our best episodes, too, in my opinion, that we've yeah. done. Um, and we haven't done from beyond, but I was also like, I, we could watch that. Let's watch that. Hey, hey, same house, right? Right. Um, so you know, I, I still love the kill with the, the soldiers. I like that the chick is whooping ass with her, her boy toy Madonna belt. Um, and it gives some kind of interesting like lore and um, a little bit of uh, uh addedness. I, I don't know, I don't know, extra stuff to to the story which is kind of simplistic in nature um with you know the fairies little people and the, and the metal affecting them you know but you really kind of have to know stuff or do your research to to get that i really wish they'd put something about that into the, the film like like crystal was talking about but um 
you know, um, I, I, I just love that firing squad death. I don't know why it was my favorite as a kid. It's still my favorite now. Can't explain it. Um, it's just kind of badass because they shoot her and then she's like, Oh, what the fuck? And then, you know, the drums are going again. I'm like, bitch, run. I don't know. I love the little, I love the little bugle. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're a little drummer and then they're getting their muskets out. But I, I like that death and it's not a gory death, but um, I just like that moment. Like she was really kind of like doing okay. You know, she had figured some shit out with that fucking belt. And, uh, but yeah, then she went down and, and I kind of, uh, I just, I just enjoy that. So there, there are some moments in this, but it, this is one of those movies. And I talked about this with house. It's a movie that makes me want to watch different movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I gave it a five out of 10 for the fact that, yeah, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. And it's certainly not the worst killer doll movie I've ever seen. There's a fuck ton of those. Hey, Puppet Master 25. Like, okay. I don't even know what they're on anymore. And Demonic Toys is bad, but I love it. I still wouldn't score it very high. And the point five is just for like the extra thing that I pick up as an adult. Like, oh, it's trying to be a fairy tale. And, you know, and and I I, I can't help it. I like Gabriel and Hillary. I, I like that they have a bemusement. Like when Hillary's like, oh, we figured it out. Like it's like it's a, <laughs> it's a fun game to figure out it from a witch. Um, so, yeah. The, the extra uh, 0.5 is for effort. So not a lot more to say. Just I'd rather watch Society or mm-hmm. um, which I just recently rewatched because I got that really awesome Arrow Blu-ray or Reanimator or From Beyond or something fucking else. I don't need to watch this again. I'm good. 5.5 <laughs> out of 10 boy toy belts. All right. I guess I'm going to give this... Uh... Six out of ten doll's eyes. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, I just I had to uh, I had to up you. Um, it, it, there's a little nostalgia <laughs> with this film. Um, takes me back to being a kid. Um, I think that they did a really good job as far as like the the stop motion with the dolls and 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 things like that. Doesn't really, you know, uh, work well. Um, it's aged quite a bit, but you know, that's okay. I mean, when we go back and we watch a lot of these eighties films, I mean, a lot of them did, there's very few that, that hold up, but you know, I'm kind of with candy. Like, you know, watching this did make me want to watch some of the other films that these guys have put out. I, you know, again, return of living dead three, uh, always top of the list for me, but you've, I mean, you've got some heavy hitters in this. You've got, you know, Stuart Gordon, you've got Brian Usna, uh, Charles Band has had his fingers inside of everything. Everything. Um, he is literally dolls, puppet master, demonic toys. I mean, the guy has has done everything. Tourist trap, laser blast. Laser blast. Um, I mean, you fucking name it. Um, oh, laser blast. Yeah. I, I mean, it's on right now. Candy won't let me watch it. I love it. I remember when that. I remember seeing the fuck out of me, man. I remember seeing commercials for that movie on TV. Wow. Laser blast. Wow. McDowell, bless his uh, <laughs> um, But yeah, you know, I mean, it's. It, do I do I think I'll watch this again? Eh, probably not, but I, I will give it credit. I think it is a decent gateway film, something to show the kids, um, you know, something to ease them into, you know, Cannibal Holocaust. 
<laughs> Who even wants Cannibal yeah. Holocaust? I won't. Stop crying. Stop crying. Sit I'm there and watch. I'm trying to put Cannibal Holocaust on no. the schedule, and this pussy's like, I won't watch I won't. it. Like, I will do it. I'm, you know, I won't watch it either. I will fucking do it. Once I, is I, enough. I need a team. I need a, a team to watch. Oh, you got it. I will do it. it times. All I right. Just, so. Animal death scenes, but I will watch it again. Sure. Yeah. See, it's and that's the thing. It's the it's the animal deaths. I just. Oh come on! Just just power yeah. through it with me. Let's do Cannibal Holocaust. No. Or just hit the fast forward button when it gets to the turtle. We part. can watch the <laughs> last drive-in one where they warn you when all that's going to happen because you know okay. you need to go see real big on that. So. But yeah. Okay, so I'll I'm. Go home. Anyway, I'll I'll wrap this up real quick. Six Sorry. out of ten. Doll's eyes. Um, no cannibal holocaust. Uh, <laughs> okay, who would like to go next? I'll get it out of the way, Frick. Um, Frick. I'm giving this like um, a face like that. <laughs> Give it like six out of ten uh, resting bitch faces. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, the only reason I'm giving it this high of a score is just because I think. Like some of the practical effects are cool, and sometimes the atmosphere is good. But as far as like the story and the mood, it's like it's all over the place. It just did not like hit like the right kind of emotional notes for me, or like it, it was just too inconsistent. And I didn't find it like funny enough to work as a comedy either. Um, so I mean, this is honestly, I didn't care for it the first time i saw it on video and i after re-watching it i still don't care for it and i wouldn't have re-watched it if it weren't on the schedule honestly <laughs> so that's just kind of where i am like uh, but it's by no means like the worst movie i've seen or even the worst movie that we've seen for this podcast it's yeah. just um not my favorite not my cup of tea um it's a little too wholesome too sentimental but also like in some ways a little mean spirited to be a kid's movie. So I'm just like, who is this even for? I just, yeah. I don't get it. whatever. But if you like creepy dolls and you like some cool transformation scenes and practical effects, you might dig this. Yeah. You're probably also <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. So <laughs> he, he loved the last Jedi and you guys yeah. are covering here. I'm not going to be on that episode. I'm just saying, <laughs> Yeah, okay. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer was a Star Wars fan. Yes. And an Exorcist 3 fan, but I know we brought that up when we did that episode. That was got an early episode for us. Yeah. Well, I am also an Exorcist 3 fan. So. I do love the Exorcist 3, so I guess I have that in common with Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I feel that in common with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Gemini Killer. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just sad. <laughs> sad Hungry. and aching. <laughs> Sad, achy, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll go. I'm gonna go. Six out of ten. Suspicious Adam's apples. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's, I think this movie would have made a lot more sense to me if I had read up on it before I watched it. Because no. this was the first time I had seen it, and and um, I'm not the smartest knife in the drawer, so. It took me a while to realize it was a fairy tale. I think if I'd known that going in, it would have made more sense. 
because it really it's a fairy tale and that it, it's you know the, the house in the woods the, the kindly old couple who passes judgment on you know evil people it, it's a fairy it's a it's a grim's fairy tale or you wound up in the wrong redneck neighborhood and that's happened too and let me tell you <laughs> yeah not fun you ain't from around here <laughs> yeah anyway like we have, live in the suburbs boy. i do have a mighty pretty mouth real pretty mouth yes, yeah you we do you guys actually uh, live in the south we live in the fucking midwest so it's like there's indianapolis there's a suburbs which we moved to for the schools but outside of that it's a bunch of hill jacks oh, there, yeah there's red there's rednecks everywhere up there you just call them hicks <laughs> yeah or we call them hill jacks for some reason around here but like uh okay. and we don't have any hills because it's the flattest state in the union but <laughs> I, I liked it. I don't know. Like like we've all said, I don't think I need to watch it again. I'm fine. But uh, it, it was fine. It was funny. Um, I don't know. I, I the, the transformation seems pretty horrific, which is great. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something interesting to say about it. I don't know. It, it just, it, it was fine. I think um, uh, Ralph was very lovable. He, he's sort of the, um, he's like the childlike adult who gets through it because he's still got that sense of whimsy um he also had the chicago hat on uh, did he really yeah i didn't notice that yeah <laughs> cubbies bears it was fine if i never see it again i'm okay um but uh, i'm glad i got to watch it at least once because i still remember the uh box art in the in the vi the video store yeah and i always i never watched it and i always thought lots well, of interesting box art so i'm glad i finally got to see it just for that yeah you know, they tell us don't judge a book by its cover, and then yet we are the generation of, oh, that box art on that movie looks great. Let's rent it. Well, all of us who grew up in the 80s, uh, everything on the box art was usually a fucking lie, including video. Yeah. The, the well, if you think about box art back in the day of the VHS, of the, the video rental stores, it was like almost like a carnival barker trying to get your attention. Yeah. They, that was their job was to you it was to sum it up in a picture that would get. And usually the picture was bullshit. Yeah. At least in this well, one, you do get the scene where they're holding up the dollars. No, right? That yeah. was that was something that Stuart Gordon said, like they if they're going to use the, the box art, they need to put that scene in the film. Yeah, and that's why I appreciate the effort. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Unlike something like Video Dead, where it had an amazing uh, box art and the movie was uh, like absolute garbage. Oh, God, that would be an interesting episode, like like the most yeah. disappointing box PTSD. art. PTSD. Yeah. yeah, that would be an interesting thing to look into, like movies where the box art was awesome and the movie just blew. Blue. Yeah. Oh, I got a list for you, honey. No, <laughs> yeah, that would be an interesting yeah. episode. Be a great I, be a good episode. My mom worked in video stores, and then I went on and worked in video stores forever. I I got a list. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. That'd be a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would. My turn. Yep. So I'm gonna give this six out of ten. Uh, fuck you, Helga Pataki unibrows. Um, I gotta Google that. <laughs> yes, I, I I don't expect you to know what Hey Arnold is. Um, so this movie was one that in my childhood I I liked, but also made me scared of my stuffed animals and dolls and everything else. Uh, but I think I also had influence from Chucky and from um, Puppet Master and. Like we mentioned ghoulies earlier. Ghoulies made me so scared of fucking using the toilet when I was little. It wasn't yeah. even funny. Yeah, she still um, traps in the sink. It's disturbing. <laughs> it's so weird. Go to lifelong thalassophobia, which is fear of the ocean. So fear of the ocean. That shit yeah. can fuck you up. I have thalassophobia. I will not get on a ship. I, I oh, I love cruising. We've got I, one I can't in if October. I look out and I don't see land. I don't know what I will be capable of because oh. I'll do something. 
something. Um, I do want to tell everybody that there is a 2019 movie of the same name yes. um, that's kind of similar, and it has D. Wallace and then um, Justin Hawkins, who's the lead singer of Darkness, um, in it. And it's not that bad. I mean, it's it's okay, but it's not this. Um, I love animation, all types, cell animation, computer animation, stop motion animation um last week i made dave watch the roof tracks version of the gumby movie um i, I love that's all types type of animation <laughs> i love all types of animation so Me too. For, Me too. for them using you got to remember this was 86 when it actually came out but they used stop motion they used animatronics they used puppet puppetry for you know, some of the effects for the dolls, it worked. It was kind of ahead of its time for those animations. Um, I I enjoyed this movie, but I think I related a lot to Judy. And that's why I enjoyed this movie. Um, it's one, if you've never seen it, I say sit down and watch it. I think it's only like an hour and a half, if that long. And 77 minutes. It does go by pretty quickly for a movie that's not the best. It it, it builds on itself and it kind of goes somewhere. And there's always things in the background to look at, like why the fuck is that candelabra continuously going out or being on continuously going out? <laughs> why do um, they have an Iron Maiden in their attic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was putting down that. Put in the Iron it. Maiden. <laughs> yeah. So you know, see if you can find Leonardo DiCaprio in that Man in the Mask. Um, but I, you know, I like this. Um, so for me, six out of 10, fuck you, Helga Pataki unibrows. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I, and real quick before, before Ren goes, I just like to point out the reason the iron maiden and all of the torture devices were in the attic. It's because they filmed this on the same, like, uh, uh, stage that they filmed red Sonia. If anyone remembers oh. Red Sonia yeah, from the so 80s. Some of the, the props and so left some of the props were left over. And, Red Sonia. And, so, and they didn't know what to do with them, so they just threw them in the fucking attic. But yeah, so there's some Barbarella props in there, too. Yeah. It works because you don't know how long. I'm, I'm with Dave. I'm with you, Sean. I want the backstory. Somebody, please, Ty West, please make the prequel. Yeah. Um, with, yeah. Uh, you know, the old couple with Gabriel and his wife. Yeah. And tell us what the fuck went on. Other than that, I'm just going to assume she's Pearl. Um. Like, please <laughs> tell me what the fuck has gone on with these people. Yeah, that's yeah. when we win. Um, yeah, with yeah, Mia Goth, I mean, please. Yeah, if they Goth can start fucking anything for me. Yeah, yeah. If if they've made you know, um, if they've been around for however x amount of long, then yeah, I would assume they'd have you know an Iron Maiden and other torture devices around because maybe when they first began that was how they they put people in the dolls yeah i mean that works hmm. all right ren me up so so you guys love to use the term wet blanket i see so i guess that's my job that on this episode so far i got the low ball so let's uh, see no because yeah because i'm about to give it a three out of ten bloody shrugging teddies um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but um 
I had a lot of fun watching it because it's so. I mean, guys, this movie's bad. Like that's yeah. just, that's the, that's the <laughs> ultimate opinion of it. But but I had I, I so I hadn't watched it in twenty three years. It was like two thousand last time I watched it. My wife had never seen it before. So it was kind of cool to go into it and being like, oh, man, let's watch this movie that I watched when I was a teenager. And I think maybe if I did watch it younger, I might have more feelings towards it because I've I've listened to some of your episodes where you've like dissected like old movies. And you're like, oh, it's I love this when I was a kid and rewatching it now. It sucks. But I'm like, there's a lot of movies like the Monster Squad, like where I watch it now. And I'm like, this movie still rules. Like I'll watch this. I'll watch the Monster Squad like any day of the week. Um, That's a lot of these people. But the. um but the but dolls, I guess because I have no nostalgic like at- attachment to it, it doesn't it doesn't bring me back to anything. It just brings me back to when I was like eighteen or nineteen and thought it was dumb then too. Like I, I think I was. <laughs> so, so, but I but I'll say this: like as as bad of a movie it is, it's kind of like in that realm of like Troll Two, where it's so bad that you can have a good time watching it. Like, and I'll yeah, watch. Yeah. So while I'm not in any rush to watch this again, because I've watched it three times in the last like three weeks. Um, <laughs> if someone, poor uh, thing. if someone uh, is like, yo, let's watch like a bad movie and like, just have a good time, like riffing on it. Dolls is totally a movie that I can totally riff on. So like, so while I give it a three, I, I can have a good time with it. That's. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Totally. <laughs> We were riffing on Rosemary the entire time last. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, we were making up jokes. And then, you know, I frequently just kept bringing up Reanimator because I was like, wow, I just (laughs) it's been too too many months since I rewatched it. It just uh, made me. It made me want to watch. It made me want to watch Demonic Toys because I thought about that movie quote from (laughs) the 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 skinless song. And I always think of it. I can walk. I can talk. That's I can the, even shit my pants. That's the, you shit your pants. That's, that's the exact. That's the exact quote. Yeah. Like, no fucking yeah. I, my brothers and I still say that shit to each other because demonic oh, like my mom because of full moon features and that's what that was. Yeah. Um, we got all these like special things. So I had the Jack in the Box that came out with the scary thing. Like I yeah. had all these promo things. I had like uh, from when Child's Play two came out. I had all these Chucky dolls. They had a box yeah. full. But yeah. I had a whole bunch of shit from Demonic Toys, but I had that Jack in the Box, and but I, I didn't have a baby. Oopsie! So mm-hmm. you know, I had to settle for yeah. the Jack in the Box. So, they didn't do promo for her. Yeah. So as you were saying, with like wanting to watch other movies, like the whole time I was thinking about watching, I'm like, man, I haven't seen Puppet Master in a really long time. Or man, I should really watch Demonic Toys because that was a movie I wanted to watch originally and I didn't. So yeah. So I mean, I I had fun. I I enjoyed watching it for the jokes that my wife and I were like riffing on, but it's not a good, it's, it's, it's definitely not a good movie. So yeah, three out of 10 giant bloody shrugging teddies. <laughs> it's something we didn't mention. Is that uh guy Ralph who played Gabriel? He wasn't, he too lone in the puppet master movies. I believe so. I think yeah. he, he was, I, I think he was too lone. Yeah. So a little connection there. Anytime you get to see uh dolls well, killing Nazis. Charles Band, who, oh, you know, had sort of his stable. Yeah. We talk about, you know, directors and, and producers that have sort of their stable of actors. You know, he was <laughs> one of them. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, for me, and it's not related, but for me, like this made me think of um, Warlock 2. <laughs> oh. You're taking right, me but, back. 
We really didn't go to movie theaters as a, as a child, like poor. Um, we went to drive-ins because we were poor. <laughs> my dad really wanted to see it, so we went. My cousin, who was like seven years older than us, older than me, went. We almost got kicked out because the scene where he is he's driving the motorcycle and runs over the bunny, my cousin and I bust out laughing, and we were laughing so loud and for so long. They were like, we're going to kick you out. And my dad was like, the fuck y'all are. Um, <laughs> so anytime I see a movie that's kind of cheesy and kind of has, you know, not similar scenes, but scenes where you're like, you know, your ass probably would have been laughing in the theater. I always think of Warlock too because of that. I always think of, um, as of recent times, the Evil Dead reboot in like 2013. We went mm-hmm. out and it was a date movie for us. And um, we we're sitting it was like a packed theater and we would laugh i laugh at gore so i laughed so hard we were laughing so fucking hard during that movie people kept moving away from us <laughs> and then as we walked out they were staring like those are the people like they thought we were killers or something so i'm hoping with evil dead rise i'm gonna laugh my fucking ass off i want it to yes. be great i want it to be that gory and over the top ridiculous crazy what i expect from evil dead i want to laugh my ass off because, like, Terrifier 2, I was laughing my fucking ass off. That was somehow oh, hilarious. Yeah. I, I think you guys are going to enjoy Evil Dead if you're a fan of the original three specifically. Uh, I won't, well, I'm not going to tell you guys anything, but it's much more in line with the spirit of the original three than it is the remake. Okay. Okay. And I hate the remake. I, like, loathe that oh. movie. Oh, and I, 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 and, and I, went I into it. I went into Evil Dead Rise being like, man, it's going to bum me out again. And I left, and I was like, all right, I'm in, like, I'm gonna go I see it again. I've heard so. a bad word about it, and uh, it's from trusted sources. So yep. I'm excited. I think you're gonna have a good time with it. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Well, on that note, um, do you guys want to do plugs, or are we just gonna? You just guys want to go? And we don't do plugs over here. We do. We do. We yeah, probably could use them. Um, I'll do like a quick um. Obviously, this is the House of Screams. You found us. But if you would like to find us again, um, we have a link tree. It's link tree slash candy final girl because I do all of our socials. Um, easiest way to get in touch is at house underscore screams on Twitter or at candy final girl on Instagram. Uh, we just started a TikTok that I post at like once a week or something. And like tonight, I was kind of like talking about killer dolls and showing my little stuffies or whatever. I'm not good at the TikTok. The kids send me TikToks. I'm like, stop sending me shit. Um, <laughs> kids and their TikToks. What is the TikTok? No, but uh, you know, like I, I'm, we're, we're trying, guys. Uh, I, I'm I'm a little antiquated, so I'm, I do Instagram. Um, I have Instagram automatically post to Facebook, so it looks like I'm on Facebook, but I'm not really on Facebook, guys. <laughs> we're not on Facebook. I mean, we're there, and I will get the information. But like, just please reach out on Twitter or Instagram. Um. If you want to come on the show or ask me a question or something like that. God and damn it, also, Bobby. What the hell was a JPEG? Also, check out uh, <laughs> Final Girl Cosmetics uh, with, with me, Erica. I'm wearing a lot of our products tonight. Um, and uh, we've added some soaps, uh, some horror soaps that I make uh, by hand. Um, a little bit that we're I'm working on putting there. So that's finalgirlcosmetics.makeup. And that's all for me. Um, anybody else? 
I'm Sean of the Dead. You can find me where you find her. Oh, it's <laughs> a girl one. Yeah, we're in the same house. Yeah. And the huh? soaps smell amazing. They're, they are uh, yeah. amazing. I have all um, your stuff boxed up, Erica. I just got to send it out. Oh, yeah. no, that's awesome. No problem. Really cool shit they look there. nice and they smell nice. Nice. Nan took them to the craft fair today. That's Nan's our oldest daughter. And they sold out. I gave her two gallon wow. bags of like all these. Like one was a giant Jason. And that thing, it, somebody fucking bought it. They want a giant Jason glittery soap. So that's pretty rad. Cool. And scrub your ass with Jason. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. The John That's Wayne Gacy when I watch Jason X. I'm scrubbing my ass with Jason. John Wayne Gacy soap. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little <laughs> off. I thought. I could, uh, oh man, it just made me point. sad. Is all. Hand <laughs> comes off. That's true. It's just. <laughs> um. So, Ren, where can people find you? I'm on all of the socials minus TikTok because I refuse. Um, I'm Ren XXX on all of them. Um, it's been fun having that. It's for uh, being straight edge, but a lot of porn people follow me because of the yeah. triple X thing. So. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was about to ask. I was about to ask, what's your OnlyFans? <laughs> make a lot of only fans jokes and uh i'm a monthly contributor to the horror flicks and guitar picks pod um you can find that on twitter twitter and instagram tim's more um social on so it's it's horror underscore guitar on twitter and it's horror flicks and guitar picks pod on instagram uh wow. you'll hear he he typically runs uh, or he interviews uh, people in music, usually like more on like the punk metal like uh, side. We and have the Coffin Cats on here because um, I, I like horror punk. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he interviews those the, uh, people from that industry mostly to uh, see what their connection is to horror. And it's surprising to see how, you know, people from like anywhere from like uh, Charlie Paulson from Goldfinger to he just recently interviewed a guy from the L.A. Guns um and oh, then nice. and then month at the end of the month of every month uh myself and two others uh join them for a monthly roundtable discussion on usually whatever we come up with sometimes it's a uh like a panel on like something like scream sometimes it's just movie reviews and what the hell we've been watching in the last month but it's a good time fun listen uh four different like uh individuals like we all go come from horror for different aspects i'm usually like the snob because i watch a24 and our buddy phil wants just gore 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 so that's awesome uh, yeah so yeah so yeah the horror flicks and guitar picks podcast you can catch me like once a month on there that's, that's so rad i'm gonna nice. check that out well we are delighted that you joined us tonight and um when i want to hear it real quick uh dave and crystal say they're Wherever you can find Dave, you can find me because I need that. Good. You got to start. Wherever you find Crystal. No, that's not how it goes. Uh, how's it go? <laughs> I don't have anything. And wherever you can find Dave, you can find me. <laughs> I, I just need that in my soul. But, um, that was my but, online dating profile. I don't have anything. No, it was not. It was not. <laughs> but you know, uh, Ren, thank you so much for joining us. And I, I always appreciate like your comments on our threads on Twitter. And I know that you interact with our pod family, like Pod of the Dance and Podcast in the Woods, and everybody, like our, our whole extended family. But we are a family, and I hope you've had a good time. And I know you're going to be coming back. Yeah. So um, hopefully you had fun. And yeah. Um, yeah. 
this was definitely awesome. Um, I'm thankful that if I'm going to be on the Evil Dead one, that I'm not getting suckered into something like dolls. I know what I'm walking into. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got my hazing out of the way. So yeah, yeah. Everybody's first episode, they usually get a little disoriented. So I tried to ease you in because most people are mm-hmm. feeling like, there's so many people and it's really uh, and we're yeah. loud. And we've yeah. we've been covering some stinkers this season. So season six is a season of suck, man. Oh, oh yeah. my life. Well, you guys have had some good stuff that I don't agree with. Like, uh, I love the Lost Boys, and I'm not that high on Near Dark. So, <gasps> yeah, see, and um, it happens. <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that I am the flip on that because I love gothic vampires. I like pretty vampires, and they're not pretty in Near Dark, but I fucking mm. am in love. No, I don't, Paxton. I don't hate that movie by any means, but, but like, Lost Boys is like one or two. I changed my mind on the day. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy this kind of breakdowns, but I'm just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Yeah, when we did Near Dark, we were all like, Near Dark. <laughs> all <Yeah. of> us. <laughs> um, but anyway, all of you guys have a great night, and I love you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you. Take care, <laughs> Thank guys. You. Vegas. Bye.